Hello, happy site owners and webmasters. Welcome to the Blog Gate Tips Tuesday podcast for February 6, 2023. And I'm your host, Mayanna. Tips this week include celebrating my first sale of AI-generated images. Woo! How AI is spawning new business opportunities. Yoast SEO Global Settings and Google Search Console tutorials have been updated in the DIY SEO course. Why you need to opt out of Google switching you to GA4, even if you've already set up your GA4 property. Testing a possible trigger for update failed in JSON error with mod security. Chat GBT hits 100 million users and what being the fastest growing app in history means for you. Chat GBT Plus launches as an intermediate paid version the new AI Success Club that I just joined and how you can join too, a preview of ChatGPT and Bing, Google Sparrow AI Chatbot is coming to Google Search, why Google invested $300 million into AI startup Anthropic, Microsoft launches new Teams Premium with ChatGPT support, and how AI can make you far more productive and save you time. So let's dive in. In Blackgate Happenings, what a fun week it's been around here. It's been filled with site audit checkups, which are super fast and easy for both me and my clients, and DIY SEO tutorial updates, plus some super important GA4 course updates and a deep dive into all things AI. And woohoo! I saw my first AI image. Now, as you may recall from previous Tips Tuesdays, I reported that I've been doing a deep dive into AI image generation, and I decided to practice my prompt engineering on Midjourney by making images that bloggers need. Adobe Stock Images is one of the few such services that is allowing AI-generated images. And I have the commercial license on Midjourney, so I uploaded a few to Adobe. One of them started selling the day it was launched. Now, so far, I've sold two, and I've made $1.11. Now, I made a batch of five for the first upload, and only two of them were rejected, and they told me why. So that was a great learning experience. And I believe I've uploaded about 20 now, but the review process is pretty slow. So I only have about five available for sale right now. But I'll keep going as I can stay two to three months ahead of the upcoming seasons. And that's when folks are looking for their image needs. And now I'm looking into uploading some video clips from the things I'm making in one of my other ventures. This is not something I intend to try to make into a hefty income stream, but it is fun to get a little money back on all the time I've spent learning and practicing. Now, these days, I'm on to making most of my images for my new projects, and the whole thing is a lot of fun, but it's also a bit slow and boring to wait on the system with trying different prompt variations and such. Now, it's also time-consuming to keep up with all of the new changes at Midjourney, as it is constantly improving. 
new features come along that impact how you do prompts. And that's true with everything AI related right now. But I'm really glad to be cutting my teeth on everything AI now, as I believe it will help me continue to produce multiple income streams. My goal for this year is to diversify. In fact, I decided to rearrange the order that I'll be producing my new secret side business and releasing some merchandise ahead of releasing the associated course. And there are multiple ways that AI is at the heart of my other new side business opportunities, including my new secret entertainment YouTube channel, too. I'm up to nearly 90 views in two months. But I only have two subscribers. Now, I'm getting good feedback from YouTube Analytics, and I'll be changing where I place the subscribe invitation because of it. You know, it takes both a high number of subscribers and watch time to qualify for the YouTube Partner Program. And that's exactly what I'm aiming for with this new channel. But I feel like it's off to a pretty good start. In Blogate Course Happenings. Woot! All of the Yoast Global Settings tutorials have been updated in the DIY SEO course. Now, Yoast SEO just had a major update with version 20, and they changed the user interface significantly. Plus, they have changed the suggestion on one of those important global settings. They used to have it turned on by default, and now they're suggesting that it may cause duplicate content issues. And no, it's not the media attachment page setting. So we started our quick checks in the DIY SEO course last week by going through all of the Yoast global settings to ensure we're familiar with the new layout and the settings that have changed. Now, if you're in the course, see the email I sent out about it last week and come mark it done in our Facebook group. And woohoo, the Google Search Console tutorials are updated so if you're not in the habit of regularly checking your Google Search Console, you most definitely need to get into that habit this year. Same with Google Analytics. I believe AI is going to have a big impact on both, and you need to keep track of what's happening with your traffic and why. Now, last week, I updated all the Google Search Console tutorials in the DIY SEO course that needed it, and we will also be doing regular checks of GSC errors and ranking all year too. This week, look for another quick check email on what you need to check and be mindful of in Google Search Console. And oh, did you get an email from Google that they can auto switch you from Universal Analytics to GA4? Uh-uh, don't do it. The settings are nowhere close to all you need to properly configure GA4. There is a way to opt out of Google setting up this property for you. And I've got a link for you in the show notes on how to do that. I got that email from Google even though all of my sites are on GA4. So I'm doing the opt out to keep from creating yet another GA4 property. And I suggest you do too. Now, you only have four months to make the switch and get familiar with GA4 while you can still compare it to the UA reports you're used to seeing. 
and you'll quickly find that the standard reports in GA4 are nothing like UA. You'll be missing a ton of the critically important feedback that you need to successfully run your blog and content marketing. So go get into one of my GA4 courses now, even if it's just the GA4 Lite course, so you can set it up correctly, including all of the GDPR and privacy settings. And I want to give you an update on the podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who commented on last week's Tips Tuesday post and replied to the email to let me know if you listen to the podcast or not. It confirms what I was thinking about the percentage of how many folks prefer to read or listen. While I enjoyed connecting with you in a more personal manner through the podcast, the listener base has been shrinking for the past two years, and the importance of making more videos has substantially increased over the past two years. Now, since I started making short-form video content, that highlights what's in Tips Tuesday, I have seen substantially more reach and engagement. Some of my videos went absolutely viral on Instagram with over 10,000 views. So I have to go with the numbers and make the best use of my time to do in-person reach. I also believe that the videos have greater potential for conversion because so many folks can click a link for more info where they can also see more of my offers. All this to say, I'll be putting the podcast on vacation while I increase my video making endeavors, not only to inform, but to increase conversion on my courses and services. Thank you to everyone who's been a loyal listener. I appreciate you. And be sure that you're subscribed to Blogade News so that you get Tips Tuesday delivered to your inbox every week and never miss the important updates you need for your site success. Now, FYI, if you're receiving other emails from Blogade but not Tips Tuesday, uh, then you're not on that list. So do check. All right, y'all, that's all the happenings around here. Let's jump into this week's tips and news. In WordPress tips, when you're in your WordPress editor and trying to save a post, are you getting a notification for update failed a lot? Well, I sure was once I moved to Iridium Hosting where the mod security rules have not been compromised and turned off at the level they have been at other hosts, which compromises those hosts' security, and it's why I moved to Iridium. Now, I put out an article a while back for what to check if you're getting that update failed or JSON error or other errors. But even with all that done correctly, I could hardly work on my sites while mod security was turned on. And it's a big security risk to have to turn it off when I'm updating tutorials for an hour or more at a time. Dustin and I have been pulling our hair out trying to find the cause. And he mentioned something about scripts that fire on every site as being a trigger. Now, I remember from doing audits on sites that were running reward-style scripts that they were usually always the cause of those errors. And the site owner switched to short code or such for them, and the issue stopped. So this past week, while doing the Yoast SEO tutorial updates, I refreshed the tutorial on the new integrations tab and noticed 
that I had not turned off one of the new ones for something that I don't even use. Unfortunately, Yoast turns those on by default when they add it to the plugin. Now, once I turn that off, huh, the mod security trigger stopped completely. So, obviously, that Yoast integration was bringing in a third-party script on every posting page. It isn't anymore. Now, I emailed my site audit clients to try it too, and they reported the same. And I put a tip for that in the Yoast tutorials and emailed the DIY SEO course members about it too. So, yay! In AI tips, we're going to be heavy on AI tips again this week because it has become such an integral part of how folks are running their online business and it's impacting SEO and more. So this is stuff you need to hear about. Just know that I'm only covering the tip of the iceberg with it. Woo! ChatGPT hits 100 million users. It's now officially the fastest growing app in history. And according to a Forbes article that I've got linked for you, the valuation on the addressable audience they have is $1 trillion. So when you hear numbers like Microsoft offering to buy OpenAI, which is the parent company of ChatGPT, Dolly, and more, at $10 billion, <laughs> that's a bargain. And new AI apps are popping up everywhere. Remember that list of AI apps I made for you in Google Docs a few weeks ago? Well, that was called down from over a thousand apps and tools to just the ones I thought would be of interest to bloggers. Over 1,000 new apps have launched since I made that list. Now, they're running on a mix of OpenAI's GPT-3, Stable Diffusion, Meta's AI API, and more. And notice that Google is not in that mix, but that's about to change. And ChatGPT Plus is now available. Now, y'all may recall last week that I reported that a ChatGPT Pro version had launched for $40 a month. Well, this week, they launched an intermediate version called ChatGPT Plus for $20 a month. Now, it gives you priority runtime compared to the free ChatGPT version, but I don't think that it guarantees no at-capacity time like the Pro version does. And I don't know if it will give you access to GPT-4 when that releases soon either, but I'll keep you posted. And woohoo, there's a new AI success club. Folks, I know all of this chat, GPT, and AI stuff is a lot to keep up with because it's moving so fast, but it's also helping me and others be more productive and make more money with less work. That's why I was so excited to see Denise Waitman launch an amazing resource for us. It's the AI Success Club. Now, I joined the day Denise made it available for early bird founding members, and I immediately became an affiliate too, because I know just how helpful this is going to be for me and every site owner I know. The doors officially open on February 13th, but you can get in right now 
at the founding member's price. It includes live monthly training calls for how to use ChatGPT with content marketing, email campaigns, product funnel creation, lead generation, keyword research, and more. In addition, there are monthly office hours for open Q&A. Plus, we'll get new prompts to use every week. On top of that, she's creating an AI and ChatGPT resource center. Now, there's just too much going on with AI for each of us to be able to keep up with it individually. I appreciate having help sorting through what AI can do for my marketing and content creation. And I especially appreciate the opportunity to meet live with a community of users, too. And I hope you'll join me and be amazed at all that AI can do for you, too. In AI SEO tips, GPT-4 is coming to Bing soon. Microsoft has publicly announced that they will be bringing GPT-4 to Bing in a matter of weeks. And I've got a link for you to a post from Semaphore and another from TechCrunch about it. I suggest that you read both as they will bring you up to speed with all of Microsoft's AI plans that will impact every one of their products you use, like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and more. And where Microsoft goes with it, uh uh-huh, all other similar product competitors will go with it too. And there's a preview of what ChatGPT will look like in Bing. The nice folks over at Search Engine Roundtable have a preview of what ChatGPT will look like in Bing, and I suggest you have a look at it. The point I'm trying to get across is that Microsoft is desperately trying to take the AI lead here and stick it to Google every way they can. And one of their huge goals is to steal away all of the search traffic from Google that they can too. And it's why they are in such a rush to power ChatGPT with GPT-4 as it has a massive data set compared to GPT-3. And it's far more up-to-date, which is required for a search engine. They can't afford to share only posts that are prior to 2021. Now, the other reason you need to care is that with Microsoft's market share of Office products, they can introduce more folks to AI faster than Google can. And those folks are going to want to stick with the AI interface that they've come to know and trust. So, this will impact your SEO eventually as more folks switch over to Bing and start using AI to help them with their searches. This is also why updating the Bing Webmaster Tutorials in the DIY SEO course is the next thing on my to-do list. If you didn't pay attention to it before, uh uh-huh, you need to start doing it this year. And Google Sparrow AI is coming to search. You know, Google has its own AI, and it is far, far more powerful than OpenAI's data set. But Google has yet to fully release the power of it. They are in what they call Code Red to release 20 
AI products this year. And one of them is Sparrow for Google Search, which is their version of ChatGPT and Bing. Basically, they intend to give a summary of the linked article so folks don't have to click over to it just to see if it has the info they want. It's more or less an expansion of the meta description. Will this and ChatGPT and Bing impact your site traffic? Yes. It won't be much right now, but it will be over time as these AI integrations become more powerful and better at serving the info to searchers. And oh if Google can't beat them, it buys them. Google is about to invest $300 million into Anthropic. So Google hasn't just been creating their own powerful AI. They've been investing in a Microsoft rival called Anthropic, and it was founded by two ex-OpenAI devs. Uh-huh. Now, part of the investment deal was that Anthropic would have to run exclusively on Google's cloud servers. Microsoft required a similar clause in their investment deal with OpenAI as it has to run on Microsoft service. You know, it's the only way they can keep it secure and control the data collection from those who use it. Now, Anthropic will bring us Claude, which is a chatbot for Google search. And they're calling it the chat GPT killer. Uh-huh. We'll see. In AI business tips, do you hold meetings on Zoom? Well, I sure do. And Microsoft is not just coming for Google search. They also want to disrupt the dominance of Zoom and Google Meet. Microsoft just rolled out ChatGBT and their new Teams service, and it's now called Teams Premium. It can take notes of the full meeting conversation and even spit out a summary with highlights. Beyond that, it will add markers to the video where those important points happen. And down the road, they plan to add speaker timeline markers to help you jump directly to what Joe or Margaret said during the meeting. And there are a lot of other perks to it that make it worth paying for. But cutting out those admin tasks is a huge deal and will impact the folks and services who are paid to do those chores now. So even if you're using a free service like Descript or Notes or such, you won't even have to take the time to copy or download anything. It will all be right there waiting for you. AI is time-saving. You know, this is one of the reasons I'm so excited about being in Denise's AI Success Club. I've been so heavily involved in the AI tech, SEO, and images that I've not really kept up with all of the time-saving things that AI can help me do to run my business. It's a program worth paying for, as it takes a lot of time to keep up with that side of the AI news and then vet all the different tools and apps and ways to use them. So, if you're not already on the AI train yet, Denise's program is a great place to get started and to keep current and to see just how many hats AI can take off your head for all the different things you have to do to run your online business. Think of it as an intelligent digital assistant. 
All right, y'all, that's a wrap for this week's Tips Tuesday. Subscribe to the Blockade Post via email so you never miss anything. And be sure to visit blockade.net for more tips and resources. And I'll see you online.